Series 3, Episode 1, with Scott Taylor this uh, season about extreme training. So you are the uh, perfect guest for this, aren't you? Uh, well, as you say so, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, morning, Rob. You okay, pal? Yes, all good, mate. All good. Thanks for coming on. Um, so tell us a little bit, um, obviously, because this is a, uh, a faceless interview, so people who don't know you, tell us a little bit about you. Okay, cool. Um, so presently, I'm just going to tell you what it is that I do for a living, really. So I'm a self-employed PT, mm-hmm. and I work at the Body Hub in Wilmslow, which is on Grove Street. Yeah. Um, so fundamentally what we are, we're a transformational transformation platform. Um, we do this in two ways. So we have um, a high-tech boot camp, which is like nothing in the area, which uses the highest tech equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a boutique gym as well, where we um, do one-to-one with our PT clients. Um, so that's what I do on a day-to-day. So what I'm, tr- what I'm doing and what my you know, my passion basically is helping people make positive change mm-hmm. um, through life-changing transformations. Um, and then on the flip side of that, I'm a firm believer in, you know, it, you know, you practice what you preach. Yeah. So as well as, you know, as well as my guys wanting to hit their goals, I have a whole host of different goals that I'm, I'm kind of tackling on a, on a daily basis, which to be honest, I love, you know, I love the challenge. Um, so hopefully that gives you a little insight into yeah. yeah 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 it does it does so um so obviously it's, it's about extreme training so uh it doesn't come much more extreme than than sort of training people all day and then also then having to train yourself in the same way in the same motivation the same effort and, and everything else that you have to put in to uh you know to maintain a um a body like you've got and a fitness like you've got really yeah yeah um and again, you know, don't get me wrong, like I have days where, as many people do, where I don't feel motivated. Like mm-hmm. these days, I, you know, not all the time. I'd, I'd say majority of the time I, I am, I, it just runs through my blood. You know, it's in me to just, yeah. just to be that way. Um, I can't tell you the reasons why. It just is. <laughs> it's, like, it's just this burning fire inside that just makes me get up and go. Um, however, you know, as is life, you know, we have, we go through things and sometimes you might feel, or I might feel not as motivated as what I I would do usually, Mm -hmm. but then I just, you know, I kind of managed to pull myself out of that and just think, you know, what are the reasons for, for doing this? You know, why are you training? It it, it always comes back to the why. And then it's, it's discipline, the discipline kicks in. It's just like, you know, if I don't get it done, I'm not going to, you know, I'm I'm not making a, a further step towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's ultimately what it, what it comes down to for me. So even on the days where I'm not feeling it, yeah. um, I always kind of, you know, get the work done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so how long have you been, um, how long have you been sort of in the condition that you're in now in terms of being fit and being, you know, the way you are now? Yeah, I'd say to be fair, you know, there's, there's many perceptions, especially with social media these days, that you know you can get into the you know the ripped body and mm. you know amazing core and be performing at your best in like three months. Um, yeah. But it's not true. 
you know, it's not true. You know, yeah. that's, that's pull the uh, that's pull the wool away from people's people's eyes. You can get a good transformation in three months. Um, of course, you can, uh, but not to to the level people sometimes think they can get to. So, for mm. myself, I'd say that I've been in good shape for around, I'd say maybe ten years. So, ten years, been in good shape, um, but you know, when you've kind of got to the shape that you, you see as good, there's always then, well, actually, you know, I want to change this or I want to change that or I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only over the last, I'd say, two years mm-hmm. that I've had a slight change in direction with my training. Um, and I just decided that one day that I was just like, I can't even tell you why. Uh-huh. I just I just, for my own personal goals, I was like, Actually, you know what? I'd love to be strong, carry a good amount of muscle mass for my for my size, and be really fit. Like, I mean, have a good engine and be able to carry my weight, mm. um, and and just have a good mix of the two. So, I, basically, I refer to it as hybrid. So, I like to be a good hybrid mm-hmm. and be able to do the two. And over the last two years, I've really been focusing on, you know, keeping my strength staying you know it's it's very hard to stay lean all year round people probably think that you know people that know me and follow me on instagram and all that kind of stuff they probably think that i stay lean all year round well that isn't the case um i'd say that i'm maybe leaner than the the average person uh, but that's just due to the amount of time i've trained for and and the consistency that i have day in day out Mm -hmm. Uh, but there is times if i'm training towards a strength goal um, my calories will be super high, so on a little bit of extra fluff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, it, it's very. Sometimes things can be misleading, and people kind of think, "Oh, this particular person must be lean all year round." Don't get me wrong; I'm, I'm okay, but yeah. uh, you know, I, I fluctuate as well depending on what I'm training for. Uh, but ultimately, you know, coming back to the hybrid stuff, it's just mm. staying strong. And been able to have a really good engine. I say a good engine because go back two years ago, I'd never, you know, I'd never run a marathon before. I never yeah. even run. I'd never even ha- run half half a mar- marathon yeah. before. Yeah. And as I kind of started combining the two, the challenge is real. It's because obviously I'm burning a ridiculous amount of calories. You know, in work, I'm doing like say twenty thousand steps a day. Mm-hmm. I'm splitting my training down. I do at least five weight sessions a week where I'm isolating um, different muscle groups to give it um, enough isolation mm-hmm. in order to keep developing the muscle. Yep. Obviously, I'm having to fuel enough. So I'm, more often than not, like you won't ever really see my calories go below 3,000 calories a day. Okay. Um, again, depending what I'm what I'm training at that particular moment in time. So, for example, if I'm trying to be a deadlift personal best, I am training for strength. I have to keep my calories high, especially with the runs as well, because sometimes I'll be combining um, these kind of goals that I've set myself with runs that may be coming up. Um, Things like, you know, for example, I was still maintaining my strength over the Christmas period. um, So I was still keeping it fairly um, heavy in the gym, knowing that I had a marathon coming up on Christmas Day because um, I'd done it last year and decided that 
I wanted to do it again and, you know, obviously raise a little bit of money for the charity that I push as well. So, yeah, it's, um, it's a challenge. It, yeah. It's a challenge, but that is part of the passion and the love for it because it's so challenging. Mm-hmm. It just makes me want to be able to do it. Um, and obviously once the, you know, once these kind of marathons and stuff have been complete, you know, cause I've, you know, I'm always kind of setting myself personal best targets as well. So I might be going for a quicker time or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Once it's complete, I always have that sense of um, achievement. Yeah, cool. Um, there's usually a bit of emotion attached to it. You know, it's at certain times, I, I, because I know how hard I've been training or what it means to me um, to achieve those kind of things, it really fuels me to just keep pushing forward. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's um, it's it's inspiring listening to you, and um, like you said, you've just said there, you know, this series is about extreme training. You've just talked about, you know, five five weight sessions a week, and then, um, you know, tra- training people as well. So that's you know, that's not it's not a um, what's the word like a, a job where you sat still. You're actually training people, even though you're not doing the exercises yourself. It's still it's active. So you're burning calories, training people. You're doing your your own weight sessions five a week and then you know that's before you've even slotted in training for a marathon which which you know everybody listening to this podcast or a lot of people listening to this podcast will be able to relate to how time consuming and and how much effort training for a marathon is so the whole idea based around extreme training fits perfectly there in in that you know the sheer amount of stuff you're doing in your schedule um it's probably you know you're aware of it but it, it becomes quite normal to you but to somebody else listening to this might be thinking flipping heck he, he does all those training he does he trains people he does five weight sessions he also trains for a marathon like that is extreme that is probably i don't know the best part of 15 20 hours of working on yourself and working on your own physical sort of you know ability within a week which is is pretty much you know, way more than uh, than most I, I do about eight hours running a week so uh i think if you, you throw in weight sessions as well and and actually working it's um that's where you know the the whole subject of extreme training comes in and that is extreme it's uh it's a very busy schedule isn't it and uh but one you have to do if you want to you know maintain a sort of body fat that's low and um, a muscle mass that, that, that's quite high. So, uh, you know, the hardest thing in the world, I think, is or maybe not, you might disagree, but it seems body fat um, is is the, the one trying to get that low is, you know, if I, I run, like I said I could run 50 miles a week for, for this do, but my body fat's still, I don't know, 14%, something like that. So it can still come down. Trying to get that lower is is a difficult thing, isn't it? Yeah. So it, again, you know, with, with these kind of things, I just have to make sure that the fuel is mm-hmm. right. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, obviously not going to go into too much detail with it, but it's just the old Isaac Newton theory of energy in energy out. So uh-huh. it's just a case of just really knowing, really knowing your calories, you know, for at the time just making sure you manipulate the calories to to match what it is you're trying to achieve mm-hmm. um, and you know that's what it comes down to with my my own training that's what it comes down to with the clients that I'm working with as well like you know I've got people that um, you know they, they've had three babies they've you know they've not lifted a weight in the last seven years and you know their um, their actual on second right 
their yeah. actual um, food's going to look a lot different to, say, one of my guys that's looking to put on a huge amount of muscle mass. He mm-hmm. wants to maintain um, his weight. So it, it all on what it is you're looking to achieve. But as long as you know the calories and the fuel of, of what's needed, then it's yeah. only going to better your performance over mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Uh, and that's what it's been for me. Like, so obviously the last 10 years, I've not always trained the same way, uh, but what I always have done is to try and, you know, pushed, just to try and push forward year on year to try and be a better version of myself coming into that following year. Um, so my goal this year is to, you know, I've got a couple of strength goals um, in terms of, you know, I've got deadlift, squat, I'm looking to um, have my um, personal best on those exercises. I'm looking to enter my first official marathon race in April um, and to put in a, a sub-350 time. Um, mm-hmm. So I've got a whole host of different bits and pieces that yeah. I'm uh, wanting to do this year. Believe me too. Me once again being a better version of myself coming into the back end of this year. So yeah. when I say better version, it's being the strongest I've been, you know, healthiest I've been. It's not always about mirror muscles and, and the way you look. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to think, you know, these days I really think internal as well. So what is this doing to me from a, an internal perspective? And what what I mean by that is, you know, is is um, heart health, cardiovascular health, yeah, um, anything that betters me um, inside and out basically and and let's not forget what this is also doing is you know it's amazing for the mind you know keeping the mind um, in check basically of course it is Um, I've always found that having goals to aim for have always kept me on the straight and narrow so you know there's a whole host of different things that I considered Mm -hmm. you know when pushing for these new PBs or these new times or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be um and to be fair, you you actually you actually did inspire me um, many moons ago uh, with the running. Yeah, um, it's when you were going through a bit of a difficult time, and I and I saw that you were, you kind of get into the running, and yeah. I think lockdown had hit, and I thought, you know what, like my fitness is okay, but and you know I'm able bodied, and I, I wanted to do a little bit more for like the charity um, the charity side, and I just thought mm-hmm. it's obviously going to aid me within my own kind of fitness goals and. Yeah, kind of never looked back really. So only this weekend I was doing a. It was a quick five k, but did a quick five k on Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. That felt good. Um, and yeah, just 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 love it. Obviously, I love obviously helping people win, and then obviously getting those little wins um, of my own coming in as well. Exactly, mate. Yeah, yeah. And you touched on it, and I was going to touch on it a little bit later, but we'll we'll go there now. In terms of um, you were saying about you know it's good for your mind and stuff, and you actually went through. Uh, a stage where you were uh, having like sort of like you had Reiki a few times, Reiki healing and uh, various other I think they helped you to sort of focus on like, you know what, I need to cardio wise get better, I want to be stronger, I want to be fitter, I want to have a better energy. I think the Reiki was part of that of in terms of focusing you on where you wanted to be. Yeah, I think at the time it was due to a uh, really bad breakup and at the time I'd, I you know, I don't know what depression would feel like, but this was um, a good um, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, but I just couldn't get out of bed. I'd right. been through a pretty bad breakup. Yeah. My whole life got flipped upside down. I had to, at the time, I didn't really have a backup plan, so I had to move in with, um, yeah, it was about three years ago. Sorry, I'm getting the timelines mixed up. I had to move back in with uh, with my parents for a 
short period of time. Mm. And um, yeah, just uh, couldn't get out of bed. Felt really low. Yeah. Just always in my head. I couldn't really get out of my, my own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very unlike me. Um, anyway, got my structure back, training. I'd always been there and always kind of helped me push forward through through periods of time. Yeah. Like that. I was always feeling kind of a bit down or whatever. I'd get in the gym, hash it out. Um, mm-hmm. And through this period of time, I just kind of got to a stage where I was like, yeah, I've got my structure back, but I feel like there's something missing. Right. I just feel like the fire isn't where it needs to be. When I yeah. say fire, I mean the drive, the drive that comes from within mm-hmm. isn't where it used to be. Yeah. Um, so one of my friends said, you should go and see this this woman. She's a Reiki healer, does guided meditation and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay. Um, yeah, so, so I did it. So long story short, really enjoyed it. Felt like it was beneficial for me. Like there's a couple of bits and pieces that happened that mm-hmm. I really bought into this whole um, it's all about energy for me and I'm, I'm very on it with the energy anyway it is all about the positive energy surrounding yourself with you know like-minded people and people that want to push to be better Bullshit. and that, that, that's what I, I kind of tend to have around me which is amazing and I feel very very blessed for that yeah. Um, but yeah so the, the guided meditation I just felt like I was absolutely firing on all cylinders again and I'd got my you know got a motivation back I felt like my mind had I kind of got a handle on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I came away from that. But what I found is when I've been running these kind of longer distances over the last two years, mm. I have this, it's a similar thing. I have this kind of ability to, it's like a weird meditational state where I get past a certain distance where I'm, you know, where my body's hitting the, the pain barriers and I'm pushing yeah. through them. And mm-hmm. it just enables me to have this, this kind of, I can't really explain it, but it, it is a form, in my opinion, of meditation where I'm just kind of really prioritizing yeah. things in my mind. You know, that can be mm-hmm. things with, with my private life. It can be things with, it just gives me a lot of headspace to, to really figure things out. And by the time mm-hmm. I, I finish these longer runs, I'm like, I, it, the vision is clear. You know, like anything that I was kind of unsure of or, you know, maybe I didn't know what to prioritize at the time, yeah. I just feel like my, my mind is super focused and I know exactly which direction to take it in. Um, okay. It's quite hard to explain. I know what I mean myself. I can, I can, um, relate. I can get it. I can relate. I can get it. And, um, and I think probably a lot of other people listening to this who are long distance runners or marathon runners or whatever, will be able to relate and go, yeah, you know what? That's exactly what I do. If I go on a big run, it's organizing my thoughts. I don't music. Just, organizing thoughts and and it is it's like a good morning rob sorry one second one yeah, second no rob. say again is it your first one yeah right okay you're in with stefan this morning if you just go through to the boot camp studio <laughs> he'll be able to talk you through it okay thank you <laughs> sorry about that rob that's all right mate i was just saying this is this is what it's about and it? it's real talk it's you know you have to fit a podcast in the middle of work when you're training and whatever so um exactly yeah. just we're just about to do the 9.30 full-body high-tech boot camp, first-timers. So, good, yeah, man. it'll be an uh, interesting one for them. But, yeah, no, I was just saying, like, you know, I, I get the whole meditation thing because, you know, when I'm running a big distance, that's where I sort of organise everything the most, and I think people can relate to that. So, um, yeah, totally, 
totally get that. And and then with sort of, are you, are you still you still quite hot on meditation and the um, Reiki healing that kind of thing? That died away a little bit. Or... It, it's died away a little bit because the running's taken over. And yeah. again, I, you know, these certain things that have happened in my life recently, and I'll be totally honest about it. Like things like, um, you know, lost one of my friends recently, um, randomly. Um, lost my auntie um, towards back in the last year. And it's, you know, the running, um, it's also a way that it's it's a bit of a pain outlet for me because obviously yeah. I can see people suffering around me. Yeah. Um, I obviously, I, I keep a lot of things locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just find that the running, again, helps me with, with that. Uh, pain outlet and just again really uh, enables me to keep my mind where it needs to be so you know similar to what you said before you know there can be a lot of emotion attached to the running um on the on the back of my auntie um obviously uh, passing away um i again pushed for the charity the christie ran the marathon um on christmas day and and that was partly for that reason um and yeah ran the marathon managed to get a, a good amount of emotion out. And by the time I'd kind of finished the race, mm-hmm. some, and I'll, you know, I'll be open and honest, some of these races, like when, when, when they actually, when I've got an emotion attached to it, I do get a little bit emotional at the end of my, my own kind of form of self-healing. I think you were actually, go back a year ago, Rob, you were on the tail end of my um, first marathon on Christmas day. And I had a little, a little cry then, you know, I, <laughs> Yeah. I'm not afraid to say it. Like I finished yeah. it, and it meant so much to me that I had that little bit of uh, emotion at the end, and yeah, no, I exactly. kind of released that. I felt miles better. So running, you know, there's so many reasons why running is good for me. Like it's obviously goes towards my fitness goals. It's the mind, and um, you know, I, I sometimes attach other emotions to it to running, and it's a one-stop shop that really complements everything I, I do within with, within my my work life as well yeah. um you know these you know I, I tie some of these runs in with you know getting my clients to the first ever 5k getting into the, the first 10k you know actually helping mm-hmm. them train towards that so there's so exactly. many reasons why you know within my extreme training schedule I will mm-hmm. always now you know since the last two years make time for running and I just want to get better and better that's it really yeah and the thing with it is like you said you know you help your own clients now because you can relate can't you you're not a PT who's lifting weights and doing that kind of thing. you can actually say hey you know what I've done a, I've done a 5k trained for a whatever you can relate and go I know it's tough but and, and you know I know where you're at I, can to it. So I think that's important the training that you are able to sort of say yeah let's let's go but, um one thing I learned from you, obviously, you've got your extreme training schedule, is um, is how often you stretch. I need to stretch more. I know, I know you stretch a lot, and you also go for sports massage every week, is it? So that's something that I need to learn from you. Well, we're always learning to think. Um, yeah. It, it's, say, I've been stretching again. I've been for a sports massage. Got yeah. It's it. just... Look- yeah, exactly. It's just all about getting blood um, to the muscles, basically, to aid recovery. So um, the reason why is because over the years of, of me training, you know, I've injured myself a few times. 
Um, and it's usually due to not warming up. And the reason why I've injured myself is because the muscles have been tight because obviously, you know, you've trained and then, you know, you might be sat doing work on your laptop. So it's just a constant shortening, yeah. lengthening of the muscles. If mm. you let that tightness build over time, sooner or later, something's going to overcompensate and you're going to pull a muscle or injure yourself in some shape or form. Mm. Over the past two years, I've been so regimented with my stretch plan in terms of I'm trying to stretch daily. If mm. there is an areas that feel a bit tender, I jump on a foam, foam roller. Yeah. And depending on which, uh, what I've got on at the time, so whether I'm running a marathon or I've got a big race coming up or I'm you know, training to do a big performance style lift of some sort, mm-hmm. um, I will have at least one or two massages a week, depending on what I've got on. And I can hand on heart say, since I've operated my life in that way, I feel the fittest I've ever been. You know, I'm, I'm, I've got a good strength level at the minute. I'm not saying the strongest I've ever been, but versus the level of fitness I have, yeah. I am. So I'm the strongest and fittest I've ever been as a combination. Yeah. Um, and I've not injured myself um, in terms of, you know, bad injury uh, for the space of two years. There was mm-hmm. one slight niggle I had, which was last year when I failed the ultra attempt. Yeah, which, you know, you know, 18 miles of hills, like 18 miles into the hills, you know, everything had really tightened up because yeah. I'd not done enough training of, of that style for mm. my body to be able to take it. But you know what? I brushed myself off, had a good recovery plan in place. Again, all the stretching and whatnot came into, into the swing. But um, other than that, you know, I've, I've been absolutely, absolutely fine. And you know, I've recovered from the last marathon. I think it took me like three, four days to feel that I could actually run again. I didn't run that soon, obviously, because I was still evidently healing. But, mm. but yeah, I think stretch, stretching and massage are 100% key um, alongside fueling the body right. Love it, mate. And we need to we need to rearrange that uh, that ultra marathon, don't we? Those those seventeen miles on my own were lonely and cold. Oh, mate. I actually want to do it this. I want to do it this year. If you're up for it, dude. I am, mate. I'm always up for it. So, got got to go past we'll thirty five. Shot, so, but for the people listening who maybe don't know, me and Scott um, attempted. Well, we we did an ultra marathon on my birthday last year, which was February last year. We did thirty five miles, but as Scott just said, about seventeen, eighteen miles in. He couldn't carry on, and I was left with a choice of either stop as well or carry on. And I, I carried on, and it was, it was tough. Not gonna lie, I didn't really enjoy it. But um, yeah, we need to um, we definitely need to arrange that again and get it get it boxed off, don't we? That's the next challenge. Yeah, yeah. In in the background, you know, it's always on my mind that that kind of failure, and it pushes me forward to the point that you know I've been getting more prep work in my marathons. I feel like mm-hmm. this year my legs are in a better condition in order to take. Yeah, that kind of run on, you know, I've done a lot more kind of hill training mm-hmm. um, since that point. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I obviously know it's a very painful run because it's <laughs> it's an ultra marathon of just pure uphill gradient yeah. and uh, very, very taxing, very, very difficult. But once again, I'm sat here thinking, yeah, you know, <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. Let's take it on and, and we'll see how we get on. Love it, mate. And that's funny you say that because I'd just done a post yesterday about sort of accepting and acknowledging sort of failure and to become better. And that's exactly what you're doing with that now. So, um, 
yeah, it's important. But I should say, obviously, we're about 28 and a half minutes in now. So if you're listening by 10, um, you are very to the end. Keep going. It's tough. We get relate. We know it's tough. Um, so, uh, you know, going, you've got about you know, 1K, 1.5K to go. So, um, yeah, keep keep working. Hopefully, we've inspired you. We're not expecting you to go out there and, and go and stop team training. Uh, whatever training you are doing within yourself is is good for you that is um that is amazing. but obviously the topic for this series is is people doing extreme training so we'll uh we'll wrap it up there we've not even touched i can't believe i've touched on all the other podcasts about music uh, one sec rob that for another uh another separate and um just about to take the absolute roof off uh <laughs> place at the body hub so i've just quickly popped outside no worries man. we'll wrap it up there anyway so you can get uh get in there and uh thanks for joining us and we'll uh we like i was just saying we've not touched on music but um i've, I've talked about music quite a bit in the other ones but we'll uh we'll save that for another podcast but no thanks for coming on mate and we'll, yeah uh, do you want me to quickly at... go over that or no it's all right we haven't got the time i think it's going to run out because we're at 30 minutes now so Hello? my recording so We'll save that for uh, for another another podcast.